I'm Eileen Ray McCann for Circle of Blue, and here's What's Up With Water, your need-to-know news of the world's water. In the United States, residents of Florida's Panhandle are desperate for water, food, and aid days after Hurricane Michael reduced much of its coast to rubble. Government officials are striving to bring relief to those waiting in long lines for supplies and to find and reach those unable to get out for help. Governor Rick Scott tweeted last Saturday that millions of meals and gallons of water were on the way to affected communities. Brock Long, the Federal Emergency Management Agency administrator, told the New York Times that people need to be patient in waiting for supplies or returning to their homes. Bottom line, it was one of the most powerful storms the country has seen since 1851, he said. It's going to be a long time before they can get back. In Lynnhaven, a city north of Panama City, Mayor Margot Anderson urged residents to take heart and hold to hope. She told a CNN affiliate, We're going to build this city back. It's going to be beautiful. And now we have about two months before our power grid's going to be back up. Probably a few days before we have water. And when we have water, it's not going to be drinkable water. Hundreds of thousands of customers are still without power in seven states after Hurricane Michael left a trail of destruction as far north as Virginia. Michael's intensity may demonstrate the effect of climate change on storms. The scientific research group Climate Central says that the energy that feeds hurricanes comes from warm ocean water, and over 90 percent of the heat from human-induced climate change has been absorbed by the world's oceans. The changing climate might not mean more tropical storms, but most studies agree that the storms will be fiercer and bring more rain. Storm surge is worse now than it was 100 years ago due to the rise in sea levels. Climate Central says that as the world continues to warm from greenhouse gases, hurricanes are expected to intensify even more rapidly in the coming decades. In eastern Nepal, a rare drought is uprooting farmers who must abandon their communities in search of income. Water scarcity and drought were something alien to us a few years ago, a farmer told Reuters News Service, but they have become a new normal now. The farmer is one of a growing number leaving field and family to seek work in India. I want to live here with my family, he added, but at the same time I can't see my children go hungry. The current drought has lasted over a year. Many residents have tapped their food reserves and fear things will worsen, despite the local government's supplies of relief grain. Tea production suffered from a lengthy winter drought, and a poor monsoon season is expected to cripple rice, corn, and other food crops in many areas. Climate change is disrupting agriculture worldwide, but the shift is particularly stressful in a region that has not been vulnerable to drought in the past and must quickly adapt. Along with drought, a rise in temperatures has increased pests and diseases that damage crops. An environmental science professor at the Agriculture and Forest University in Chitwan told Reuters that villages in Nepal will need to make changes in order to adapt to increased climate stress. Those changes include greater water harvesting and storage, better pest control, and new farming techniques. 
Some communities are already seeing better harvests from these climate-adaptive methods. Even as farmers in Nepal migrate to northern India to escape drought, western India is grappling with water stress of its own. In Maharashtra, India's second most populous state, 20,000 villages are said to be running out of water. Some 200 administrative districts are water-scarce due to an erratic monsoon that brought less than 75% of the usual rainfall. Officials in Maharashtra are evaluating water levels in the state's dams and reservoirs. The government will decide whether to formally declare a drought by October 31st. The state last faced a drought in 2015, and a train filled with water was sent in for relief. Water tankers are currently in demand, and senior ministers anticipate power shortages related to the water shortages in the months to come. One minister told New Delhi Television, there are drought symptoms and the state government will have to prepare accordingly. The condition will get graver going forward. In Iraq's western Anbar Desert, residents are still struggling to get water, electricity, and other basic services months after ISIL fighting groups were expelled. The fighting has taken a major toll on Iraq's infrastructure, and it's not over yet, Al Jazeera reported. Iraqis in remote parts say that security forces may control the daytime, but the night still belongs to ISIL. Security forces in towns on the Iraq-Syria border are working to quash the small ISIL groups that have launched several attacks in the past two months, killing over a dozen Iraqis. Pockets of ISIL fighters are hiding out in the desert near the border, disrupting the security and stability of the area. The fear and uncertainty are affecting Iraq's ability to rebuild its infrastructure, which lies in ruins after ISIL stripped underground power cables, generators, and other utilities for their copper and brass. Reconstructing a single power substation serving three districts would cost millions of dollars and take considerable time. Al-Qaim, a town near the border, had a population of a quarter million, but only a third of the residents remain. Most can't find jobs or afford the high cost of generators. Those who left are frustrated by conditions that prevent them from returning. They are weary of waiting for basic services and have been calling for action. Officials acknowledge that long-term success depends on improving living conditions in these remote areas and establishing good relations between security forces and the locals. The question remains, reported Al Jazeera, whether they'll be able to maintain the peace after winning the war. The biggest challenge here is rebuilding. And that's What's Up With Water. We'd like to share what's up where you are. Tweet us with your water news at Circle of Blue hashtag What's Up With Water.